a little bit of a side note before we begin. Uh, so we recorded this NBA preview last week. A little bit ran too long on the regular view show. So this is why it's a separate thing. So everybody, with that being said, enjoy our NBA preview. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of the Views of the 573 Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. I am one of your co-hosts, Ryan McDaniel. It's awesome to be back for another week of sports talk with you guys. And joining me every week, as he always does, is my fellow co-host, Peter Lewis. Peter, how are you doing this week? Very, very good. Uh, hopefully this will be a normal pod, unlike the last two, where we've had some uh, weird scheduling or audio stuff. But hey... Gotta get back on track we, somehow. We make it work. We make it work. Yeah. So we got a big pod for you guys this week. Of course, the NBA is starting next week. I guess let's talk a little bit about, Peter, What, what uh, this whole situation with the NBA. We got the NBA season starting up. The whole situation with China. The whole This whole situation is kind of taking a damper on the start of the NBA season, which gets underway next week. Don't you think? Yeah, but in terms of long-term news, I think, let's be real, this will be forgotten by November. Well, let me tell you, the story started to die off, you could feel like. And then LeBron, because LeBron is a guy that has spoken up about free speech, not been opposed to saying what's on his mind about what's going on. Um, he gave his thoughts, and let me tell you, LeBron is usually a guy that knows what he's saying. And as a guy that thinks about what he's going to say. But these remarks kind of seemed a little bit off. And he's taking a lot of criticism for it. Where he's had to explain it on Twitter. People brought up old tweets that he made. And let's be it should. Uh, I don't know if he should have said anything. I, I think he probably should have gone the route that maybe Steph Curry went. Where he said no comment. Yeah. Or LeBron should have just said, hey... This has been a difficult week for us, for the league. It's unfortunate what's going on. Uh, you know, all this stuff. It stinks. And then, of course, as mass media majors, of course, we would ask a follow-up question to that. Like, well, what do you think about all this? And probably the right response would have been is like, it would be like, you know, I'm a guy that's always spoken my mind, guy big on free speech and all this stuff. But at this time, I don't have anything to add on this. I, I'm not educated enough on this so i'm gonna do i'm gonna do some educating on this situation myself and then once i do that i can say something about it that's probably what how he should have gone yeah this whole situation just been a festival of irony i would say because all these and a lot you of know has to deal with money. yeah well the big thing was domestically all these players they will tell you how they're feeling politically on the tip of a dime which hey whatever that's how you live your life i don't care but the moment they go to a country where it's actually a worse situation and the money's on the line, they're like, oh, no comment. It's like, give yeah. me a break. And the people coming, it's like, well, they, they, they didn't know much about it. So, like, listen, when <laughs> there are times when some of these guys talk that I don't even think they know, know what they're talking about domestically. So it, it's just like, give me a break here. Stop trying to play this game. You, you, you done goofed, NBA. You did business with a country that has a history of this, and now you're paying the price for it. And, and listen, he, LeBron, a couple of his comments, he said Morey was misinformed and uneducated on a thing. I don't think he would tweet that out if he wasn't a little bit informed on that. And the crazy thing is, uh, 
Mori has a reputation of being one of the more hands-on, knows what he's talking about guys in the NBA. So that's kind of and the, a big thing to and say. The Rockets, the Rockets are China's team. Oh, yeah. With Yao Ming. Oh, yeah. So people love them over there because of the whole Yao connection. And what I just saw this a few minutes before we got on the call. Was that Adam Silver mentioned that the Chinese government suggested that they fire Moray as being the GM of the Rockets, and they weren't having any of it. So, man, China is crazy. They'll ban Winnie the Pooh and and the Rockets. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, another wild week in the NBA with this whole situation, but who knows where this will lead down? Maybe it will die out. But all I know is that LeBron, LeBron's comments kind of got it resurrected here within the last couple of days. So that said, moving on to the actual NBA season, it gets started next week, everybody, just like that. So we have our predictions of who's going to win these divisions, or as Matt put, the NBA has divisions. Yeah, Matt just straight up was like, I'm not picking this trash. <laughs> yeah, so we had that MVP, Rookie of the Year, Conference Champions, and who's going to win the NBA Finals? And of course, Peter's got his stupid tournament of events of how everything will play out. Oh, and believe me, it's so, stupid. <laughs> uh, man, buckle up, everybody. So, let's start off here with the. Let me pull this up. I believe it was the Northwest Division, starting off in the Western Conference. Let me tell you. Uh, so, Peter, you picked Portland here, and of course, Matt didn't pick, didn't pick anybody, but. I picked the Nuggets here, and I'm not going to disagree with you on your Portland stuff because I think Portland is actually a good team. They traded for Hassan Whiteside in the offseason. Maybe if you can get good Hassan Whiteside back while you're waiting for Yusuf Nurkic to get back and be healthy. I like Lillard and McCollum. I like what they've added over there. It's just, let me tell you, I like the Denver Nuggets and what they could do. One uh, And one of the things that they were, uh, that's been brought up with them is Maybe they have enough pieces to trade for a big-time all-star. Bradley Beal was brought up, but he just signed a two-year extension with the Wizards. Maybe something could still happen. Who knows? But the more I look at the Nuggets, listen, they played really well last year. They almost, they did almost lose to the first round to the Spurs. But let me tell you what. They look good here. I think they are going to win that division. But I don't see Portland as being any slouch. And also Utah. Utah, they made some additions here. Got my boy Mike Conley, which I'm so sad about. You, you got Donovan Mitchell there, Rudy Gobert. And listen, Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, you don't have Westbrook and um, Paul George there. You got Chris Paul there. Steven Adams is trying to attempt to shoot threes. And you got Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who I really like going forward for them. They may try to blow it up. That may be their intent. I don't know. They could be a underrated team going forward, but... I'm not disagreeing with you on your Portland pick. I could see it happen, but I just like Denver as a team better. like the piece there, and they got the Missouri kid, Michael Porter Jr. Uh, he's gotten some minutes in the preseason, so that's going to be another big piece for them to uh, add to their rotation. Yeah, listen, this year's going to be more of a renaissance for me again with the NBA, like actually being interested again. So I'm just, kind of, just kind of going for what I kind of know right now. I know Portland was really good last year, so that's, that's that. It wasn't really it wasn't really a uh, that much in depth for me. I was like, oh yeah, Portland was good last year. Yeah, and uh, listen, 
Uh, I think maybe one of the reasons why you may be more interested is because your team won a championship. Like, we talk, wait, wait, what are you talking about? I've always been a fan of them. <laughs> what, are you trying to say I was a Knicks fan for a while? Get out of here. I mean, weren't you? <laughs> uh, that's something I wouldn't want to admit anyway, so I can't blame you. Uh, Southwest Division. I will tell you what. This is, even though my team is in here and Matt's team is in here, I think this division can be really fun because you got the Mavericks, you got your boy uh, from the Knicks, KP, teaming up with Luka. You, of course, you got the Spurs there. They got DeJounte Murray coming back. Like what they're doing down there, of course, Pop, great coach. The Rockets, they get at Westbrook. And one of the, uh, one key thing happening for them is they do lose Gerald Green for the season. That broken foot, so that's a key role player down. I think Westbrook will have some space this year to drive into the lane, get more fouls, and maybe take some good jump shots and be efficient. Who knows? Uh, Grizzlies, of course, rebuilding. New era, but John Morant, the kid from Murray State, looking good so far in the preseason. Jaron Jackson. And then, of course, the Pelicans. They're looking pretty good right now. Zion is uh, beasting on people in the preseason already. Yeah, there was part of me that wanted to pick the Pelicans. Because the Rockets are known to choke, but that's usually in the playoffs, so I'll give them another regular season championship. Oh man! So I, so this division is going to be fun, especially with the young talent that's in there. So I'm excited to see how everything unfolds with this one. The Pelicans, I do think they have a shot to make the playoffs. That depends, but uh, I like the Rockets here to win this division, and uh, you do too. So. <laughs> I think I think the Westbrook Harden situation is going to work. Um, we'll, we'll definitely have to see how it goes, but I I think it'll work. I, we'll have to see where it goes. Of course, D'Antoni's going to stagger their minutes like they did with CP3 and Harden, but I'm interested to see where this goes. Uh, moving on to the Pacific Division, the two LA teams are running this thing now. It seems like Peter. Mm-hmm. But you know what? what? One has Boardman, and Boardman always wins. Clippers easily. Well, I I pick LeBron as my MVP, which tells you what I think about the Lakers. I think they'll be good. With, but Golden State here, of course, Clay's going to be out. They lose KD. They're going to be working with a lot of younger players. We might see a Steph Curry 2015-2016 season again. I really like the addition of D'Angelo Russell. Who knows when they get Clay back? And this will be the first time they're playing with a chip on their shoulder in four or five years. So you can't discount that, especially with a guy like Draymond Green, who, who's gotten paid and always plays with a chip on his shoulder. So I could see the I, I don't I could I think the Warriors do make the playoffs, but listen, if they're sitting, if their record is like forty three and like thirty five or something, maybe they're like fine with missing the playoffs this year, and getting Clay back healthy. And not have him messing around with that ACL injury. Get him back fully healthy 100%. So, I'm going with the Clippers there as well. So, moving on to the East. Peter, you picked the Raptors to win the Atlantic. I'm a homer. What can I say? Oh, man. This is just a show of us being homers. Except I can't be one since Tennessee sucks. <laughs> so. so, the Raptors here, of course, you lose the board man himself. But I still like this team. Siakam, Abaka, Gasol, Lowry, Van Vliet. I like OG and Newby. like his potential. It's a good team. Of course, there's going to be a drop back. Oh, yeah, but I mean, 
the fight, you know, uh, it feels like what game three or four of the finals when Kawhi wasn't really doing that much, the team stepped up pretty well, surprisingly. So that's, and that was against a warrior squad. So I have faith in them. I'm not going to give up like everyone else's. I'm going with the Sixers here. And if you hadn't noticed, Ben Simmons shot a three the other night. It's about time. Joel Embiid was egging him on and he did it. Stepped into it, made the three. That's probably going to be the only three we'll ever see him shoot. But I like the Sixers. I like their additions. Al Horford, who I think was a bigger loss for the Celtics than Kyrie Irving. Kyrie just didn't really mesh there. I'd like Kimba better. Kimba will share the ball. He's a better teammate, I think. Horford's a bigger loss. I like Horford on this team. You get Josh Richardson. Of course, you lose three of your top shooters, including J.J. Redick. Yeah, Mike's got there. They got this young guy, Matisse Tybal, out of Washington. Drafted him this year, and he's looking like a defensive stud. And so the 76ers can throw out some really good lineups out there, really long lineups. I like this team. The Nets, of course, are still waiting on KD, but you still got Kyrie there. Celtics, I like them to finish second. But uh, I got the Sixers winning this division. And actually, we can go, we can go a little bit of ahead here. I have them winning the Eastern Conference. Hmm. So, uh, so I have them winning over the Bucks. You know, Celtics, with all they've lost and how that team just cannot get a rhythm going with each other, I think they fall off pretty good. I think yeah. they could actually miss the playoffs. I know it's kind of crazy in the East when anyone has a shot. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't have confidence. Yeah, so Central Division. Bucks. It's looking like the Bucks. Yeah, Bucks. Bucks. <laughs> uh, losing Brogdon's going to hurt, but Giannis, listen, if he can improve a little bit, improve a shot, oh, man. just the, the, This dude won MVP last year, but he still has things to improve upon. It's wild. Uh, Southeast Division. You know, I was trying to ring through my head who, who was on this division. This division sucks. <laughs> it absolutely sucks. And of course, I, I picked the Heat. Uh, you and me picked Miami to win this division, hands down. Yeah, they got the 76ers guy, right? Uh, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, Martin. that's right. <laughs> yeah. And listen, I like Spolster as a head coach. He gets the most out of his players down there. So I'm going with Miami there to win the Southeast Division. So moving on to MVP, we all have different picks here. You have Giannis. Matt has Steph Curry, which that could help my thoughts of like could we see a 15 16 Steph Curry season again I have LeBron I think we're gonna see good LeBron this year where he's just beasting on everybody he's got some help doesn't have too much depth but I just think he, he's got his partner his sidekick in AD and uh, I think they'll be great together but especially him so I got LeBron there and uh I, I can't blame you for your Giannis pick no and the reason LeBron has not won it since uh, the 2012-2013 season, which feels crazy. Steph, yeah. of course, won two in a row with 15-16. Uh, I think... Then Harden won. Yeah, and then uh, Westbrook as well. I think with what the parity is right now, it's going to be easier for more guys to step up. And I think with... I mean, you said Giannis, he's still learning, and he won MVP last year. I mean, for me, that's a good yeah. recipe right there. Yeah. Moving on to the next big award, Rookie of the Year. Zion. I love my guy, guy John Morant, but Zion is already looking like a beast already. (laughs) It's not not even the start of the regular season yet. He's already looking like a monster. So, uh, yeah, I'm going Zion here. At Knicks games, they should have uh, on the the, uh, Titantron, just have Zion's highlights playing. 
and Dolan saying this is what we could have had. <laughs> yeah. Uh, conference champions. We all went with the Clippers for the West. So uh, shout out to the Borderman for getting to the second straight finals. As well as uh, PG-13. It's been a while. Eastern Conference. You two went with the Bucks. I went with the Sixers. I think those two in the East are the only two that could probably make it out of the Eastern Conference. I, I just don't see any of those other teams besides those two making it. So, for uh, for that, you have uh, Clippers, Bucks, Kawhi wins. Matt, same matchup. He has Giannis winning. I had the Clippers and Sixers went and playing, but I picked the Clippers. So two out of three picked the Clippers here to win the finals. Yeah, if, if Boardman wins in two years in a row in two different cities, that's going to help his legacy tenfold right there. Yeah, especially in the same city as LeBron. Oh yeah, that's big time. Now, Ryan, so Peter, although now that was the cute way of picking, using logic, using facts, that's boring. It never works. Let's build the. Who knows what could happen in this league now? Yeah. So we go to the scientifically proven way to pick a champion, and if you're asking uh, what my sources are for that, uh, it's up your. Now, Ryan, you remember last year when I did my uh, NBA tournament? It was pretty much the uh, the team names, the mascots versus each other in a battle to the death. Yeah, can't really do that again this year because it's probably gonna end the same way. This the founding fathers survive a nuclear holocaust. Let's be real; it's my mind doesn't really change that much. <laughs> but last year when I said the idea, Matt was confused because it's Matt Mormon, of course. And he was like, wait, yeah. are you doing the team names or the mascots themselves? Like the actual mascot. Which got me interested. So I started looking at the mascots of the league. You know, the actual mascots they have on the court entertaining the fans. Or, well, I guess, quote unquote, entertaining. And I was like, yeah. it's workable, but it's not stupid enough. Especially when three teams don't have mascots and some teams have multiples. Yeah. But then it got me thinking... What if I were to pair the mascot with the personification of their team name in a oh, tornado tag battle to the death, WWE style? No, That's no. what I did. <laughs> so if you're wondering, for those at home, let's just say a team has a mascot and their team name come to life. That's what's about to happen here. Is that stupid enough for you, America? I hope it is. <laughs> it's stupid enough for me. So, let's start with the East. And you were, Unlike uh, the past couple times we've done this, where it's like I do the entirety of the East and do the entirety of the West, I'm just going to do yeah. round one, two, and three, and four in order on both sides, just so we can lead into the championship perfectly. You ready for this, Ryan? Because it's about to get really, really stupid. Yep. So, of course, we're going to start in the East. This year, I decide we're going to do the or alphabetical order of cities because I'm lazy and didn't want to put the team names in order. So, round one, it is the Boston Celtics with their representatives, Lucky the Leprechaun, who literally looks like somebody who's celebrating St. Patrick's Day and just did it in the most generic way possible. <laughs> with his tag team partner, a Celtic warrior, which is basically a Scotsman, but even drunker and pagan and they're going to go up against the Brooklyn Nets, who are represented by... Now, here's the thing. They used to have a mascot, but they got rid of him back in 14. 
Yeah. And it was the uh, the Brooklyn Knight, apparently. Now, I'm thinking they technically don't have one, but they did. So you know what that means, Ryan? It's the zombie Brooklyn Knight and his <laughs> tag team partner representing the idea of a net. It's a guy with a net. <laughs> oh. Now, here's the strategy with that. You got a zombie and a guy with a net. The guy with the net just has to, you know, stop you from moving and the zombie can kill you. It's a pretty good yeah. thing. And I think that's what happens against the Celtics. I think uh, the Celtic Warriors, they're it's their toughest opponent, but they'll take him down. And after that, it's just beating up a guy dressed up as a leprechaun. Pretty easy stuff. So yeah. Brooklyn advances there. Round two, we have the New York Knicks. They don't have a mascot. And I was thinking, okay, well, it's got to be a guy in knickerbockers. But, you know, I got thinking, Ryan, who is better to represent the New York Knicks than maybe the most New Yorker person ever, Sal. A really angry, young-blooded Italian male who's just in a mood for fighting. And if you're a Knicks fan, oh, believe me, you're probably angry. You want to do some fighting. <laughs> and he's going to be squared up against the 76ers, which, is a, which their mascot is Franklin the Dog. He's a giant blue dog and barely looks like a dog. Well, actually, no, he kind of does, but he's just stupid. And his tag team partner will be Ben Franklin. Why Ben Franklin, you ask? Because, I don't know if you people knew this, they were uh, excavating one of the houses he used to live in. They found some uh, skeletons in the basement. Is Ben Franklin a murderer in this universe? Absolutely. He's about to do some killing. Sal, <laughs> New Yorkers, they can take some damage. But Ben Franklin will stab him until he is down. 76ers advance. <laughs> the Toronto Raptors, they have a mascot that is simply the Raptor. Love it. Straight to the point. And of course, his tag team partner has to be a Velociraptor from the movies, not the actual Velociraptor. Because let's be real, movies have more power than stupid archaeologists. And they will face the Chicago Bulls. Their mascot is Benny the Bull. Looks like a bull, but he has Dennis Rodman here, which is a wild card. I will give him that because Dennis Rodman is one crazy dude. He can take a yeah, beating and give a beating. And, of course, his tag team partner is just a bull. I'm not going to lie, Ryan. I feel like a Velociraptor is going to take down any bull, a cartoon mascot or a real bull. So the, the yes, Raptors advance. And they will face the winner of this matchup. It is the Cleveland Cavaliers who have two mascots, Ryan. Two. Can you believe that? <laughs> they need something to get excited It is about. Sir CC, which is basically looks like Christopher Columbus and the initial CC support that. So they ha so Cleveland has a genocidal maniac as one of their mascots. That's fantastic. How progressive. And they also have Moondog, which looks like Scooby-Doo at old age. <laughs> but remember my rules, Ryan. It's the mascot plus the representation of their team name. So they have, it's a three on two handicap match coming up here. Yep. And I went to Google search uh, Cavalier, and I think I spelled it seriously incorrectly because the pictures were all of a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. It's an adorable-looking dog. That's who their representation is going to be because I can't spell, and I thought it was too funny to pass up. <laughs> and they will face the Detroit Pistons. Now, Ron, you're probably wondering, what is the Pistons mascot? It's Hooper the Horse. <laughs> and from the front, 
his head looks like it's a monkey. So that was really confusing. Now, who is the representation of the city of Detroit and the Pistons? You know what? I think it's a UAW worker, Ryan. It's a proud union worker building our cars. So that's the fight, but oh, the UAW worker, he can't because of regulations. He has to sit this one out. Can't put them in peril, Ryan. This isn't the olden times. So it's just a stupid guy in a horse costume against a genocidal maniac and two dogs. Cleveland, you finally won something. Congratulations. You don't need LeBron this time. <laughs> Moving on, it is the Indianapolis Pacers who have their mascot as Boomer, the Panther. Let me see what I wrote. Yeah, he, he kind of looks like a cat. I'll give him that. And when I Google image the word Pacer, a bunch of pictures of the AMC Pacer car from back in the day bros up. So I was like, I'll take that. I don't care. P Again, we're on Peter rules here. There are rules, but there are not rules. And they'll be facing the Milwaukee Bucks, who have Bango the Buck, who looks like a good cartoon buck. And I was thinking, what is probably the most off buck there is in pop culture, Ryan? Bambi's dad. Oh. Wife got shot and his son is traumatized. Bambi's dad is coming out for blood here. But unfortunately, usually when a car and deer mix, it's not good for the deer. So, uh... The Pacers advance thanks to uh, vehicular manslaughter. No. <laughs> Is it stupid enough for you, Ryan? <laughs> yes. Moving on, the Atlanta Hawks, who also have two mascots, Harry the Hawk, which looks more which looks more like a cardinal than a hawk, but whatever, and Skyhawk. It's basically a yeah. Actually, let me get a picture of this real quick because. This was pretty bad. As I'm looking up to describe him, uh, the deadliest hawk known to man is apparently the Galapagos hawk. Uh, it's uh, apparently a good killer, so that's their uh, physical representation. I can't find the picture of a skyhawk anywhere, which is sad. Oh no, wait, here, here he is. Yeah, it's a guy, it's even worse than I remembered. <laughs> It's a guy in like a hawk suit with a cheap plastic beak and like these superhero looking. Oh, it's awful. Look, Google it. It's amazing. That's terrifying. And they will be facing the Charlotte Hornets who have Hugo the Hornet, which is a giant blue looking uh, hornet. And of course, what's the representation of hornets? It's a hornet's nest. And that's how the Charlotte Hornets will advance. They're just going to throw those off hornets at them and just... Probably take him down. And all Hugo has to do is just catch that hawk and just strangle it to death. Because remember, it's fight to the death of Peter rules. No way around it. <laughs> now we come to the fun one to uh, hold off on the east. It is the Miami Heat who have Bernie the... It's pretty indescribable. Uh, it's kind of like a cat bear type of thing. It makes no sense. And Ryan, who who better to represent the heat of Miami, just that hot crime, than Pablo Escobar? No. <laughs> Facing the Orlando Magic, whose mascot is Stuff the Magic Dragon. He literally looks like he was rejected from Dragon Tales and is what every heroin addict chases when they're high. 
And who better to represent the concept of magic in the city of Orlando than Mickey Mouse from Fantasia, Wizard Mickey Mouse. And here's how I see this fight going. Ber Bernie's, it's whatever, he's a stupid looking mascot, but Pablo Escobar, he'll probably shoot Mickey in the face. And that's gonna, oh. that's gonna Mickey off. And Wizard Mickey's gonna use his wizard magic for super evil. Orlando's gonna advance, cause they got a off mouse right now. <laughs> and of course, to wrap up the East, uh, Washington, they have three mascots. It's G-Wiz, the wizard. <laughs> he looks exactly how you think that would. And also uh, G-Man, who is literally a guy in a blue onesie with uh, wizard's gear and sunglasses. And when I Google image search uh, wizard, it just came with a cartoon wizard. So that will move on. They have a buy because there's an odd number of teams. So that was round one of the East. Let's move on to round one of the West, shall we? <laughs> The Denver Nuggets, represented by Rocky the Mountain Lion. Yeah, I guess it looks like a mountain lion. And the physical representation of a nugget, a drunken prospector. He's probably got a lot of STDs, but boy, he doesn't care because he's getting his gold. Facing the Minnesota Timberwolves, which is Crunch the Wolf. Looks more like a husky, but whatever. And of course, wolves, pack of wolves. Kind of self-explanatory there. Uh, I think a pack of wolves will take down a guy in a mountain lion suit and a drunken prospector pretty easily. Crunch doesn't have to do anything. The wolves just do it for him. Minnesota advances there. Moving on to the Oklahoma City Thunder. They have Rumble the Bison. And, you know, I was thinking, how do you represent the concept of thunder? And then I was listening to the radio, and that really stupid, god-awful Imagine Dragons song, Thunder, started playing. And I was like, there it is. What better to represent a bad team than a bad band? Rumble the Bison, you got the Imagine Dragons on your side. <laughs> and they're going to be facing the Portland Trail Blazers, which is Blaze, the Trail Cat. And he's going to go for some vehicular manslaughter with a shrubby Trail Blazer. But oh, wait, no, it's a Chevy and GM. It broke down. What a terrible time. Imagine Dragons and Rumble the Bison take him out of the car and just beat him to death. Oklahoma City, what an upset. They advance because GM makes bad cars, allegedly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the second year I've just dogged on the trailblazer. Oh, uh, uh, moving on. <laughs> it's the Utah Jazz. It's Jazz the Bear. And what... He, it, yeah, it looks like a bear, whatever. But his partners will be a jazz band who are f***ed off and they're going to use those weapons. And who are they going to use those jazz instruments as weapons against? The Golden State Warriors, who don't have a mascot. And let's be real, the warrior of uh, Golden State is what? I guess a San Francisco hipster who thinks he's tough for Antifa? Yeah, good luck. You're about to get kicked by a bunch of jazz bears. Jazz advance easily. <laughs> Now, here's the fun one, Ryan. Here's the Battle of Los Angeles for you. It is the Los Angeles Clippers. Their mascot is Chuck the Condor. And, Ryan, when I was looking up these mascots, people were dogging on him. I think he's cool. Because in most pictures I've seen, he's wearing a helmet. He has, like, a little motorcycle. He's extreme. He's crazy. Yeah. And you know who's you can associate with the Los Angeles Clippers who's also bat expletive crazy? Their owner, Steve Ballmer. Exactly who is a massive hype beast. 
facing. You know what? That reminds me of just like Steve Ballmer just getting excited. And Kawhi's like, "What's this dude?" Oh my! He is great, and he's facing the Lakers, who don't really have a mascot, but unofficially, it's Jack Nicholson. Which I was like, "How do I do that?" And then of course, oh, the Peter part of the brain, the stupid part, was like Joker and Jack Torrance from The Shining. Easy. Yep. Now I think it's gonna be a little controversial here. But I think the Clippers win because Connor is extreme. He doesn't care. He'll break his bones and fight the Joker in a literal psychotic killer. And Steve Ballmer, Jack Torrance will probably put an axe in his head and Steve Ballmer will just take it out and beat Jack to death with it. Clippers advance. Moving on, it is the Phoenix Suns whose mascot is the Gorilla. Th- that's his name, the Gorilla. Oh, I'm sorry, go yeah. the Gorilla. And it is the worst-looking gorilla costume I have ever seen. So when I went to get the representation of their ma- of the sun, I was like, it's got to be a guy in a sun costume, because at least that makes sense. And they'll be facing the Sacramento Kings, which is Slamson? Oh, I get it now. Slamson. That's adorable. Uh, it's a bad lion costume, but Ryan, there's a lot of kings in this world. But who better... To partner with Slamson and in the spirit of the WWE, then the King of Kings, Triple H. Oh. And here's the thing, Ryan Triple H never loses. I don't care what the mass matchup is, Triple H advances. <laughs> Moving on, it is the Dallas Mavericks, which is, let me get the uh, picture up here. Uh, Mr. So it's Mavs, it's a uh, Champ and Mavs Man. Mavs Man literally looks like a nightmare. It is maybe the worst of them all. And Champ is a horse, but they branded an M on his freaking face. That's kind of it's kind of cruel if you think about it. And who better than the Maverick himself from Top Gun, Tom Cruise? Oh. I don't know how he's going to use his uh, his uh, jet fighter in a arena, but we'll, that's a road we'll cross to. And they'll be facing the Houston Rockets, who have Clutch the Bear. He is adorable. But the Rockets kind of a weird concept. I mean, I can't really do the nuke again because you know, why would you kill everybody? Because that's me. It's a fight to the death, so you don't want to kill yourself to not advance. So I think you give Clutch a rocket-propelled grenade launcher. I think that makes sense. Now the real wild card is uh, he's adorable. He looks like Winnie the Pooh, and that's a bit. Oh, hold on, I'm getting a call from from China. Hello. You, wait, you don't want Clutch the Bear to be in the tournament because he looks like Winnie the Pooh? And you think that's disparaging to your leader? Oh, come on, China. That's ridiculous. Oh, don't you yell at me. Oh, yeah, I don't want to die. That's a good point. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what, China? When the uh, the woozles and lumps come here, uh, don't come crying to me. <laughs> Some Winnie the Pooh lore for you, kids. Uh, so sorry, guys. Uh, Houston's disqualified. Dallas advances easily. Uh, can't believe it. <laughs> what a turn of yeah. <laughs> That's a current events joke. <laughs> Moving on to the Memphis Grizzlies. Ryan, your mascot is Grizz the Bear, who's very blue. The best mascot but, in my opinion. Now here's the thing, Ryan. When I was looking at what bear could give Memphis, I realized something. Memphis has no bear population in any historical period. Nope. So it's just Grizz the Bear by himself. Well, hold on, Peter. <laughs> I have somebody for you. An actual real-life grizzly bear. 
Zach Randall. <laughs> oh, well, in fairness, you're in this round. You're facing New Orleans Pierre, the Pelican, who looks like Nightmare Feel and a Pelican. I feel like a guy in a bear suit can kill that. I'm pretty confident. Yeah. Moving on to the final round, it's the Spurs versus Buy because there's an odd number of teams. Thanks, Adam Silver. That's a ma- that's a the guy, right? Yeah. Yep. Matt, Matt, Matt gets a thing to advance pretty easily. And of course, his mascot is the coyote. Which Google this one. It is the eyes are terrifying. He looks strong. The coyote's on some hardcore drugs. <laughs> and what better cowboy? And the Red Dead Redemption Two fans will get a load out of this. It's Uncle from Red Dead Redemption 2, but he doesn't have lumbago, so he's going to be super powerful. Nothing's holding Uncle back now. (laughs) So that was round one. (laughs) Let's bring this stupidity home. Back to the East in round two. Brooklyn Knights, the Zombie Knight, and the guy with the net versus the 76ers. Franklin the Dog and Ben Franklin. The Zombie Knight, let's be real, Ben Franklin. You can't kill what's already dead. Brooklyn advances. The Raptor and the Velociraptor versus Christopher Columbus, Moondog, and a little Cavalier dog. Uh, yeah, uh, Dinosaur is going to kill Christopher Christopher Columbus on his own day. And then the Moondog, and then the little cute dog. No doubt about it. In Indy, now here's a fun one. The Pacers, Boomer the Panther, and the in the AMC Pacer doing some vehicular manslaughter. Versus Hugo the Hornet and the Hornet's Nest. He runs over Hugo the Hornet, but Hugo, in a last-ditch effort, throws the Hornet's nest at the window. And again, this is a car from the 70s, so not the best glass. Throws the Hornet's nest through it, and you know what? All those Hornets just sting the Boomer the Panther, crashes the car, explodes dead. But here's the thing. A few bees survive because they're small and gallant time. Hornets advance on technicality. And it is the Battle of Magic. It is Orlando, represented by Stuff the Magic Dragon and <laughs> off Wizard Mickey the Mouse versus G-Wiz the Wizard, G-Man, and a cartoon wizard. Yeah, nice try, Washington. Mickey advances. We gotta support the mouse. Brother. Back to the West. It is Crunch the Wolf and a Pack of Wolves versus Rumble the Bison and Imagine Dragons and the Imagine Dragons' bad songs and bad performances finally catch up to them as they get mulled to death by a pack of wolves. Thank the Lord. <laughs> Jazz the Bear and a Jazz Band versus Chuck the Condor and Steve Ballmer. Again, Steve Ballmer's just crazy. He can take a couple hits from a uh, trombone. <laughs> Clippers advance. Kings, Samson, Slamson, and Triple H versus uh, Champ, Mavman, and Tom Cruise. Again, it's Triple H. He doesn't lose. Triple H advances. And finally, Memphis. It's Grizz the Bear versus the Coyote and Uncle from Red Dead Redemption 2 without Lumbago. Sorry, Ryan. Uh, a strung-out Coyote and a Cowboy. I don't think that bodes well for the Grizzly Bear. And against that grand in there, it bears yeah. well. That's, that's pushing Peter rules. <laughs> Back to the East. We are in the semifinal of the East. It is the Zombie Knight and Guy with the Net versus the Raptor and Velociraptor. Sorry, Zombie Knight, you had your fun, but the Velociraptor is king, unless a T-Rex comes. Hugo the Hornet and the Hornet's Nest versus Stuff the Dragon and Mickey Mouse. (laughs) Let's be real. Mickey's advancing there. Yeah. Back to the West. It is Crunch the Wolf and the Pack of Wolves versus Chuck the Condor and Steve Ballmer. Steve Ballmer's taking a lot of abuse along with Chuck the Condor. 
but I think the Wolves finally take him down. The Wolves advance. And finally, Slamson and Triple H versus the Coyote and Uncle. You know, man, Uncle without Lumbago, he's finally getting his groove. He's He deserves a good chance. But Triple H has that golden shovel and just shoves it in him. Triple H advances. Back to the final of the East. It is the Raptor and Velociraptor versus Stuff the Magic Dragon and Mickey Mouse. Let's be real. Mickey Mouse has taken down tougher opponents than dinosaurs. Orlando Magic, you're going to the finals. Yep. And they will face the winner of Crunch the Wolf and the Pack of Wolves versus Slamson and Triple H. Again, it's Triple H. He doesn't lose. So, from a scientific standpoint, this year, ladies and gentlemen, the NBA Finals will be the Sacramento Kings versus the Orlando Magic. Put your money on it now. You hear here first. <laughs> but you're wondering, you're probably wondering, well, Peter, who do I bet on specifically? I'm glad you asked that, idiot. <laughs> now, here's the thing. You got Mickey Mouse and Disney. The Stuff the Magic Dragon, he's cool and all, but, you know, he's to the side. He's kind of, Disney rules exactly. all. Now, Triple H... He doesn't lose, but here's the thing, Ryan. WWE's on Fox now. And guess who owns Fox? Disney. The only person who can stop Triple H and his golden shovel is clearly Mickey Mouse. So, ladies and gentlemen, your 2019-2020 NBA champions, the Orlando Magic. I'm pretty sure all three Orlando Magic fans are like, whoa, the scientific method's going to work in our favor for once. <laughs> and that can... Listen, Peter... We, we, we couldn't have it any other way than Mickey Mouse on. No. And that concludes maybe the stupidest tournament I have done so far. I thought the oh. baseball one was stupid. I gotta say, Ryan, I think I did myself with stupid. Well, <laughs> hey, listen, we'll ha you'll have plenty more chances down the Oh, the bar has just been raised again. <laughs> <laughs> Slams in the oh. lion. Oh, man. It's adorable. Right now... There's some big stuff going on. The Astros are currently up 3-1 to one on the Yankees. And also, the Chiefs are winning, but Pat Mahomes is out for the rest of the game. <laughs> Just a, a coked-up NBA special. Injury. I think I saw a video that he had to, they had popped his knee back into place, and they've taken him off. So, uh, yeah, uh, poor Rebecca. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, so hopefully Mahomes is not too seriously hurt because, let's be honest, that dude's fun to watch. Oh, no. Um, So, yeah, that'll do it for this NBA preview. And that'll do it for this edition of the Views from the 573 Podcast, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Let's get The Madden curse season. lives, and it. it is unforgiving. We'll all the sports going on together simultaneously. Only time of the year it happens. Excited for it. Be sure to go follow us on all the platforms, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, all that stuff. Uh, Peter, where can people find you at? Uh, the actual Peter. And it's not as stupid as the NBA tournament was, but it's just about. <laughs> yeah. And you can find me at RyanViews573. So that'll do it for this week, everybody. We'll be back next week. We'll talk more about these games that we predicted in college football and the NFL. Also see where the NBA is at as things get tipped off. And that'll do it for us here. And we will talk to you guys next time.